0: Right on, right on. All right. Hey guys, what's going on? My name is Chris Huckis, and This is your best life defined. Hope you're doing well. Woke up this morning feeling good. I've been waking up feeling good. I've been waking up feeling good because I think, you know, you just come to the realization that you're on the right track. You know, you know how good it feels just to be at peace, peace with your choice, peace with your choices and the things in your life. Just like, I there's things that I think I might want. You know, when I think about going to the store, or buying something, there's things I want. I've been thinking about a power washer for about, oh, about four months now. It'd make it easier for me to clean the rig. Normally, I use a brush and I wash it off with a hose, but a power washer would kind of keep things a little cleaner, give me a little more opportunity to clean the underbelly and stuff. That'd be good. Thinking about, I've been thinking about a a little mini smoker for about, well, ever since we, almost nearly since we hit the road. I really like smoked meat. Sandy's kind of, she's like, "Mm, I don't know. And of course, space is an issue, so. But when we look at those decisions and things like that, it's, it's about thinking about it. It's about asking yourself honest questions about it. It's about having a discussion about it. And what you might not realize is that that same principle applies to the struggles in your life. Struggles in your life. See, everything in life, every action we take starts with a story. It starts with a, an idea in our head and then we create a story around it. We, create it, we put it into this narrative that justifies our action justifies the decision to do or to not do something. I was talking to a guy in prison. I spent a lot of time trying to help guys figure it out. And, you know, it's funny. it, It taught me that you can't do it for them. You cannot step into someone's life and actually affect that kind of change with them. That's something that has to happen within themselves. You can inspire them. You can give them tools to focus on while they're trying to face their struggle. But you're never going to change anyone. I'm talking to one of my one of my guys, and this is I'm like I'm like a month from getting out, and and what had happened was it, it was the end of the shift, and then something jumped off. We had a fight, or there was some issue that went on just at quitting time. So there we are. We've got inmates lined up. We're doing strip searches. It's after 5 p.m. Okay, it's after 5 p.m. And I'm having a conversation with these guys, just cutting it up with them because it's not. A, I mean, it's a serious situation, but you don't you don't carry that around. You don't walk like you're a warrior and ninja when you're dealing with inmates. They're just guys, right? And I'm talking to one guy, and he was asking me. He says he's getting ready to get out. His name's Rudy, and he said, "I'm I'm getting ready to get out." He goes, "But what would you advise me? How do you tell me about fighting fighting my addiction?" Because he's getting nervous. He's he's been off heroin now for his entire time he's been in prison, and now he's getting ready to get out. Well, he's going to have access to that. And he's used it all his life. And I'm thinking about that conversation we had. And, and he was in my class. He was in my CAD class. I used to teach computer-aided drafting. And I think about that class. I think about that conversation. I'm thinking about how do you do that? And I think what it comes down to is you have to bring those issues into the light. You have to bring everything surrounding the thing you want to change in your life into the light. Because it has to become the subject of a conversation. It has to be the subject of a story. In his case, I said, uh, you know, I called him Dirty Little Secrets. And, you know, we'll do a podcast on that specifically and how that works. But in order for us to change anything in our life about us, we can't change other people. I guarantee that. We can change our own circumstances. We can change our own destiny. But you cannot change someone you love. If they're, if they're a, a butthead to you and they don't see the need or the value in becoming a better person, you can say all you want, you can do all you want, and they're never going to change. Because change comes from within. And the way you make that change, no matter where you are, let's just take a look at your life. Pick anything in your life you want to change. Some people, they just want to lose a little weight. They want to have a little more fun. Let's pick, let's pick something simple like losing weight. Although losing weight isn't fun... And it isn't easy. By bringing that out of the closet and having a conversation about that every day in the light with everyone around you, with yourself, which is the most important person to have that conversation with, eventually what can happen is by having that conversation enough and building a good enough story around it, guess what, it becomes important to you. Will it happen overnight? Eh, depends on who you are. I can can change directions On a second. I mean, it doesn't take me anything to take a new direction. I've done so many things in my life that the idea of failure, I don't even think about it because I've failed so many times that I I almost, I guess maybe virtually, I'm dreaming for success and expecting failure. Because failure comes. But if you're not failing, you're not trying at anything. You're not trying to accomplish anything. And I guess that's the question. So for that to happen, pick your topic. Wake up every day and every day at the same time. Think about it. Start talking about it. And don't stop talking about it. I, I can't believe my co-workers let me come to lunch with them. From the time I got the idea, Sandy and I got the idea to hit the road, that's all I talked about. I talked about sailboats and RVs and this and that how great it's going to be and then when I got closer to actually doing it before I had actually retired I was talking about Bangor Maine that was my thing we're going to Bangor Maine and it used to it used to irritate my wife because I you know I tend to go overboard I'm kind of one of those guys I'm just kind of I can get obnoxious right But in building that story it was like it was it, I was I already seen it in my head I had never been to Maine so many places in the country I still haven't been. But by building that story and bringing it into the light and having a daily conversation about it and taking in information, and I think that's key. In order for you to actually realize how viable an amazing dream is, you have to go ahead and step into it to the point that you can see where it's going to go and what it's going to take and that's what we did we spent like 5 years watching youtube videos and having these conversations on on 6 mile walks about how it's going to be and what we want to see and what we don't want to see and and, and how, all the things the details we by the time we bought our fifth wheel man we were we were in deep we had been talking about this thing so long that we knew every aspect of it well, not every aspect. I think that's a little overboard. There's some things you only learn by doing it. But the story was so amazing that even though it was hard for us to get rid of all our stuff, we did. You want to go back to school? You want to go back to school and increase your marketability? Build a story around it. Talk about how great it's going to be when you become a nurse. When How great it's going to be when you become a certified auto mechanic. How great it's going to be when you pull the plug on whatever it is, pull the trigger on whatever that thing is you want to do, but you just haven't been able to do it and start talking about how great it's going to be and what it's going to be. Now, you can't be delusional. You can't be delusional because the ticket is no matter what you go after, it requires struggle. For every success we have, there's an equal amount of struggle. So let's say, for instance, you want to be an RN or a doctor. That's a big one, a doctor. Do you realize that? When you look at that, be honest about how hard you're going to have to work. How much how many things you're going to have to give up so you can continue to take action every day towards that goal until you get it. And then talk about the amazing life you can have. About the freedom, financial freedom you'll have to do all these things that you can't do now. To be debt free, to be able to buy your dream home. And I don't have any fault. I may have given people the impression that I'm against home ownership. I am not. I think it's important to have a wonderful home. I think it's important to have a home that fits you like your shoes. If you heard me talking about buying homes and, and the American dream, it's not because you're buying a home. It's because you're not buying a home that fits who you are. Because somewhere along the way, we managed to forget who we are. We forgot We forgot that I, as a kid, I didn't like to mow lawns. And as a, as a young man, I didn't like to mow lawns. And there I am, 60 years old, mowing lawns lawn. Something's wrong with that. There's something wrong with that. But in order for you to see what that is, you have to bring that out in the light. You have to sit down at the table and ask your wife. Kids are gone. You're 55 years old. Why are we doing this? Why are you continuing to clean this house and move all that stuff? And every day, the time just ticks by. Ticks by. Ticks by. And before you know it, you're 70. Bring it into the light. Sit down and you sit down there drinking coffee on Sunday morning with your person, with your partner. Ask yourself some questions. Just go ahead and talk about something. Pick something. Pick something you do in your life that doesn't make any sense to you. Pick something you would love to do in your life that does not seem to be attainable. And then just say, okay, let's talk about this. What do you think? Can we go to Taiwan? Can we go to Ireland? Can we go to New Zealand? Those are on our plans. I don't, I'm, I'm sure they'll happen. I'm sure they'll happen. We'll get this thing figured out. We're not done yet. The United States isn't the only place that we are going to travel. And the reason that is, is because we have this conversation going about it every day. What's really cool is in, when we apply these same principles to our relationships. See, here's the deal. When you shine light on your issues, it doesn't matter what the subject is. This, the principle is solid. It stands on its own. You're having problems in your relationship. Those are tough ones to have conversations about. Relationships and, and kind-hearted, open-minded relationship uh, conversations are hard to have with your partner. I get it because there's so much hurt. There's, it's scary. There's so many opportunities, as you've both witnessed, for pain, for, for, for you to end up walking away angry with each other any time you talk about what's wrong. Stop talking about what's wrong. Start talking about what you guys want. Start talking about what you would like to see. Shine some some light on some amazing aspect of life that you would like to incorporate into your relationship. Maybe it's a giving heart. Maybe it's the idea that we will be more giving to each other because that, that works. I mean, that works for me. That's how I became irresistible to my wife. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I'm irresistible yeah I am I'm irresistible to her you know why because she tells me this morning she had to she she gets to go watch Josie today and I have some work to do so I fixed oatmeal at five o'clock in the morning and, and we had some stuff from it last night and and she's getting ready to walk out the door with a truck I'm taking her over to my son-in-law's house or my daughter's house and she says hold on I'll get those dishes I said no I'll get those dishes you got stuff to do you're busy today you're gonna be busy all day that girl's gonna wear you out. The reason that happens is because she said to me engage more engage more and I said to her love me more than yourself and we agreed on some basic principles and every time things would go sideways like maybe she didn't feel like I was helping out enough she didn't have to worry about me yelling at her she would say hey honey can you help me out a little more oh yeah sure she squeaks I go what's matter what's the matter what do you need not a bad place to be how did we get there well, we sat down one day and we said, we're not going to argue about this anymore. We're going to learn some tools. And we got our tools from Brene Brown, but we learned some good tools. And not only Brene Brown, uh, Michelle Baker and a few other people. We, we talked to a few other people and I've learned a lot by listening to books. But the point is we acquired some skills and we went into it with some set rules. And the rules are kindness. The rules are empathy. When your partner's crying, she's they're not they're not they're hurt. Just because it's not bleeding from the arm or from the leg or bump their head, when your partner, when that person you love is crying, they're hurt. What do you do? Your your wife bumps her head on the cabinet door and you yell at her for leaving the cabinet door open? Wow, that's about what it's like. Even when it's emotional, even when it's an emotional issue where she doesn't feel like you're listening to her or you just, just don't understand why you guys can't get your relationship back on track. You don't run up and... Yell at her, her heart's broken. You hug her, you hold her. You come at her with a kind heart and you say, Hey, I'm here. I'm sorry, I know I'm wrong. And it's hard to do, I guarantee it, guys. Hey, listen, it's hard to do. I don't care who you are, what your relationship looks like. It's hard to step up and say, Listen, okay, I'm not going to be that person I, I've been for my whole life. I'm going to be somebody different. I'm going to be Mr. Kind Guy. I'm going to be Mr. First Responder. But it's so cool to feel the satisfaction that comes from that trust. To feel the satisfaction of watching your partner be authentic with you. Sing to a dorky song or sing to a dorky song while doing a dorky dance, right? You know, just playing and being her, not afraid to laugh. (laughs) What in your life do you want to shine some light on? Your finances, what do you want to shine some light on? What do you want to brighten up in your life? Want more money? Shine some light on it. Instead of sitting down and paying bills and being all pissed off about it, sit down and talk about your bills. Ask yourself each other questions, kind questions about how, what we want in life. Is this all we want? Do we want to just work for the next 35 years, pay bills for the next 35 years, maybe get everything paid off, maybe not, and then end up retiring so you sit in a rocking chair and die? Because that's really what's at stake here. You have no idea if you have tomorrow. I don't have any idea if I have tomorrow got kid problems, your kids aren't listening, shine some light on it. Have you thought to ask your children, hey, what what do you need from me for you to be able to accomplish the things you want to do and the, and the things you have to do? What do you need from me in order for us to never have to argue like this again? Uh-oh. You know what they're going to say? I don't know all right well we're going to visit this because we're, we're not done because on the in the bottom bottom line the the bottom of this whole thing what it comes down to is you love your children and they love you so you put that effort into it and you shine some light on it. you say okay we're going to talk about this again and if it means you have to sit down and talk about it every day and set some ground rules to where truth and honesty is and trust trust is a big one if you've, if you've done something or yeah, that your child believes is, that they don't trust you caused mistrust in you, or they've done something to you that's caused you to mistrust them or not trust them at all. There's an issue. That is an issue and unless you shine light on it, guess what? The void gets wider. How do you know how do you help your daughter work through the, work through the process of teen adolescence and, and dating and relationships, if she can't talk to you about it because it's against your religion. She can't talk about it because every time she does, all you do is get mad at her, yell at her, and say she's too young to have sex. Yeah, I get that. I get that. I'm a parent. I get that. But that doesn't change the fact of what's in front of you. That doesn't change the fact that she's maturing and growing and she's facing these choices. And just so you know, there are no hours of fornication. By shining light on the issues in your life that you want to improve or you want to access in your life, you it gives you something to look at, right? You know, shine a light on the wall, people look at it. Dark room, shine a light on the wall, people look at it. Shine a light on something in your life that you're wanting to change. And the more often you shine your light out and line out it, and you open that door up, the more often you're going to take action towards it. And the better story you tell around that idea, about around that light, that point of light that you're looking at, where you're saying, "Yeah, we can have that great relationship, and we can travel." Or in Sandy and I's case, we can have this great life traveling on the road, and we can still have us a nice home when the time comes when we're ready to do that. And then it just gives it energy. The story is what builds the energy. The story, because the story gets amazing. And the next thing you know, you're like, wow, I can't believe it. And just so you know, I say that every day. Just so you know, I say that every day. I wake up every day and I'm it's so it's so amazing to watch Sandy grow. Cause you have to understand, when Sandy and I first got married, I was 18, she was sixteen, I was so afraid I was gonna lose her. I was jealous and controlling and and I did a lot of damage, and I'm ashamed to admit that, but it's true. But one by one we flipped that light on, we said, okay, what's this issue about? And we talked about it, and there was some tears, and there was a little bit of. There was we failed a bunch. We failed a bunch. We didn't fix everything right away, but what we did hold on to was the idea that we we're going to continue to shine light on it, and we were going to continue to come to the table and talk about specific issues until they were resolved. And it all came from kindness and from the true reason that we're together, and it's because we love each other. We haven't. That hasn't ever changed. The only thing that changed was all the damage and the scars that was created amid that love that we lost sight of because we weren't looking at each other. We weren't shining light on the issues and fixing them. So I know it could go on being a little long-winded here. I appreciate you showing up. It's it's cool for me. I'm feeling good about this. I woke up this morning energized and I've been doing that. I'm surprised I'm waiting for the fall off. I'm waiting to fall off in the pit. It hasn't happened because it just keeps getting better. I hope it's getting better for you. I hope that somewhere down the road you're going to look back and you will apply some of these things to your life and ask yourself some serious questions about where you are and where you would like to be and then take action towards it. Building a friggin' amazing story, a blockbuster best-selling movie out of the thing you want to do and then make it so great that you just can't stop talking about it until you get there. I guarantee it'll happen. I promise you that. You just got to take that action. So until next time, just remember... Today's your day. Make it a good one.